Hello, and welcome to The Bottom Line. This podcast examines the everyday business and finance issues faced by closely held and private businesses. We hope to provide you with news you can use in what we like to think of as a jargon-free zone. I'm your host, Tim Schuster, and with us is Andrea Cicliano, a director in Eisner Amper State and Local Tax Group. And today, we'll discuss with Andrea nexus issues that remote workers should be considering. Andrea, hello. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad you're here with us today. So, Andrea, what does an employer need to consider when hiring remote workers or allowing employees to move to states that the company does not have a physical footprint? Well, there are several areas a company needs to consider when hiring remote workers. But in a nutshell, remote work is well-established generally, but the implications of work locations crossing state lines is not well understood, and if not properly managed, may create significant administrative burdens and other problems for employers. So what nexus issues does this cause? Well, nexus is created by remote working employees and can create significant tax liabilities in new jurisdictions, especially for income tax purposes where the company has significant receipts from the state and the state apportions using a single factor sales formula. A remote employee can create nexus for various taxes, including income taxes, gross receipts taxes, sales taxes, and local business taxes. In many cases, the employee's presence may amount to a nuisance tax. But compliance is still key to avoiding unwanted penalties and interest for failure to abide by a jurisdiction's tax rule. Well, I know we've been on the receiving end of that, Andrea, with our clients about noncompliance and abatements and trying to get out of certain things by that, right? So you always want to make sure that you as a business owner, you know, are really going through this process to make sure they are being compliant from, from a state's perspective, right? But, you know, what are actually these compliance requirements that could potentially fall on the company? Well, with a remote employee... There are several potential compliance requirements, and the easiest and most obvious requirement would be the payroll tax obligation for withholding taxes and unemployment, but also the health and welfare benefits that go along with hiring an employee need to be considered. With payroll taxes, there's usually a Secretary of State filing requirement, which includes providing a registered agent. After this, we have sales tax filing obligations, and state and local business taxes, for example, occupational taxes and business license, and not leave out the potential company's income tax filing obligations. Wow, you know, that's actually a very substantial list there that I think business owners may not be considering when hiring remote workers, right? So, um, you know, there's things that we always want to talk to our clients about. And I know that this is a hot topic area for really many folks. And I know we're talking to our clients about this. What should any parting words that you want to share with our listeners today for this purpose, right? And I mean, you're an expert in the area. What, what would you say? Well, I think the key takeaways here are remote working is here to stay and that there are a ton of potential uh, potential pitfalls a business can encounter. Another key takeaway is to consult your state and local tax advisors because being proactive can reduce the burdens and potential liabilities imposed by states. And by nature and experience, we are already very adept at addressing the complexity that comes with juggling multiple jurisdictions and tax types. And also compliance within these jurisdictions, the constant changes and developments, 
and the uncertainty that comes from the lack of understanding authoritative guidance. Andrea, honestly, we can't thank you enough for being with us here today and sharing this valuable information. And thank you for listening to The Bottom Line as part of the Eisenramper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at eisenramper.com. Visit eisenramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisenramper podcast when we get down to business.